Hello, I'm Melissa Pew. I'm marketing manager of Shiftmize. And today I'm here with Mark. I'm going to interview him. He's our co-founder, uh, also one of our hosts for our podcast. And I already know Mark pretty well, but there's always something more that I can then I can get to know, and you guys also can get to know him a little better because, you know, Mark, he's our co-founder. He pretty much knows everything about the company. He builds our culture as well, so it's always a great asset. So how are you, Mark? Slightly tired, but good. Slightly, <laughs> slightly tired, but good. <laughs> but this is no our, there. Yeah, <laughs> our usual answer, it's tired. Yeah, um, that would have known well. Yeah. So, oh, Mark, let's start with you telling a little bit about your job. Uh, here, you're a co-founder, but that's a bit broad. What exactly do you do on your daily um, tasks here? Ooh. Uh, do you want a, the short answer or the long answer or both? Uh, short, but good. Short, uh, <laughs> short, short and sweet. From cleaning lady to CEO. That's basically <laughs> that's the short answer. Okay, okay. That's too short, right? Give me the medium, medium one. No, I spend. Uh, I just spend my days do what needs to be done and that, that, that's super broad from talking to investors doing some outside events uh, designing processes optimizing stuff getting stuff running just everything just 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 everything at the end of the day it's basically my job to make sure that everyone else can do his own job as well as possible and that we have enough money to actually run the company and grow the company and everything in between is my job okay yeah um nothing to say about that because I, I i see that every day and <laughs> that's totally true well you don't see you don't see the evenings that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're a co-founder <laughs> exactly uh okay so maybe you guys don't know but mark's actually dutch uh, but he lives in Lisbon. That's where we have the the office. That's where where we are right now. Mark, what made you come to Portugal? Oh, that's a very interesting one. It's going to be a bit longer answer. Uh, back in the day, Jorn and I started a company in the Netherlands, and very early on, we already had some basic assumptions, and for the business and for us individually. Okay, the problem we're trying to solve here is not you know is not a Dutch problem. Right? It, it's something that that generally applies to every e-commerce business, which makes us think, oh, what, what would be the international potential of this? Um, and the second thing was for us personal, we basically from scratch, we built the company in a way that we, we thought it would make it possible not to be location dependent. And if you like to travel or spend your time somewhere else, you should be able to do it. Um, so that, the, the, those things were the two basic yeah, the basic reasons to at least look abroad. And for us, then, okay, if we go abroad, how are we going to do that? And we were actually very curious what would happen if we take the company and us being Dutch to markets, at least within Europe, which are totally different in terms of business culture, uh, totally different in, in terms of the, the state of e-commerce. It's basically, sort of, okay, we have Eastern Europe and Southern Europe, and in Southern Europe, sun, the sun shines. So that was an easy that was an easy pick, and, and and obviously Spain for us is a very interesting market, but we both don't speak Spanish, um, so yeah, that didn't really make sense either. So we basically randomly decided to go for Portugal, and then we applied for an accelerator program, got accepted, and I actually 
didn't go back afterwards. Yeah, it, there's, there's a funny story actually. Um, that was a, that's in, on the internet. If you find mm -hmm. it, Mark drove here in his flip flops, and that's the only shoe he had at the time. Yes, I didn't have any shoes. That's not just a startup. Uh, but let's be honest. <laughs> Storytelling. But let's be honest that that didn't change a lot. I still work work the vast majority of my days in flip flops. Yeah, that's the good thing about Lisbon. I also. Okay, so we also gonna do this with Yarn. Uh, Mark told told you guys, uh, Yarn's the other co-founder, so you're gonna be able to listen to Yarn afterwards. I'm laughing because we have a dog here, uh, Mark's dog, and he's literally in his lap right now with his paw in Mark's face. But we are used to that as well. Actually, he's slightly jealous. Yeah, don't worry, Alfie. We're gonna do a piece on you as well. Anyway, guys, uh, get ba getting back here. Uh, so about the actually history of Chiptimize, Yarn's gonna talk uh, to Katarina a little bit more about that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna go in, in into that here. But what I would like to ask you ask you is, what is your favorite thing about owning a business? Ooh. Is there one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I. I think, but it, there are tons of things I like, and all the things I like, and all the things I like, I also sometimes dislike. Um, the bottom line thing, what I think I really love most about it, is just I enjoy the process and the struggle of building stuff. I just like it, and there is very little more to it. I just like to swim against the stream. Nice. Speaking of about building stuff, uh, what is the one thing that you wish people knew before starting a business? Oh, that it's uh, so much harder. You shouldn't probably do, probably shouldn't do it. You wish you knew that beforehand? No, that's the thing. I think most people should know mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people think they want to do it and then they just don't have the stomach for it to sit it out. On the other hand, if you would knew how hard it was, you probably would never start. Okay. So uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, that's the that's the thing. If you're made for it, I think sort of if you if you're made to do it, the less you know, the better it is. And if you're not made to do it, the more you know to prevent you from doing it, the better. Am I right to assume that there's only one way to realize if you're made to do it, and it's by doing it? No. No, no I, um, partly, yeah, yeah. This is sort of, I'm always very schizophrenic about those kind of things. Yeah, I think people should try, but I think before people try, they should be just really critical and honest to themselves mm -hmm. if they actually made to try it. And it's sort of, it's all nice and fine to try it because you think it's cool, but if at the end of the day, you know, six hours work is more than enough and you prefer to spend your days on Netflix and on the beach, and if you don't like to take responsibility and initiative, then you probably shouldn't try. Yeah. Right? So I think it's just be, be honest to yourself, and if then the answer is yes, then go for it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, okay, let's change a bit. I'm going to throw some random random questions at mm -hmm. you. The first one is, how would your 10-years-old self react about what you do now? Do you think 
your 10 year old would would see you where you are right now or doing something completely different Ooh, i think i had uh, multiple versions of my 10 year old from cowboy and that sort of stuff i still want to be a cowboy uh, but i always had i always had the tendency to sort of build stuff do things make things and I was never made for school. I just, I, I just, it's not that I cannot stand authority, but I cannot stand not understanding why I should learn something. If it has no value, I prefer not to. So, sort of, I, I think back then I didn't know, but it didn't surprise me at all that it en ended up this way. Okay. Uh, another one still a bit on the past. We talk a lot about our future here. Uh, and in this interview, we're bringing back the, the, the past a little bit. If you had a time and a place that you could go, like if you had a travel, a time traveling machine, where would it be and why? I would go to three places and three different times. Just like I said, I would be a cowboy. I, I'm, I'm just a little boy with this. I would, I would want to be a cowboy in the, in the Wild West just because. And I think medieval Europe is the night, you know, your swords and stuff like that. <laughs> Same thing, and I would really, really, really love to know how it would be sort of in Mongolia or around Mongolia in the ages of Genghis Khan. Okay. Uh, but it's all pretty much a very, you know, boyish, boyish story. Yeah, but that's good enough. <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah, but I'm still yeah, yeah. very much a boy in those kind yeah. of things. Yeah, time traveling machine, maybe also a bit like that, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, if I if I have to ask you yeah, in one word, what do you mean to this company? What would you say? Or uh, I'm gonna make it easier, a simple phrase, maybe not just one word. Mm. Beyond the co-founder title, I'm gonna throw it back because I think you guys should answer that, not me. What do you think I mean for the company? No, no, no. <laughs> you're in the interview. You're you're being I, interviewed here. I want to see just the way you see yourself. We have our opinions. Yeah, you know, at, at the end of the day, it would would be super simple, right? Just at either moment, sort of take you, your, or me out of the equation, and there wouldn't be a company in the first place. Mm -hmm. That's how I see myself. What I think, sort of, what I mean to the company. Well, it better be a whole lot. <laughs> sort of, I sh I should be essential to the company. If that's not the case, then I should be replaced. Okay. So yeah, let's do that. Essential. Yeah. Okay. That's perfect. Uh, so finally, no, actually, this is the final question that I have here in my schedule, but I, I'm going to add another one. Ooh. <laughs> the final I have here is a very defining one. Dutch or Portuguese cuisine? Portuguese. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's a surprise, guys. Why? I I thought you would say that. You're always saying, oh, but Dutch potatoes are better. Dutch, Dutch no, 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 gravy no, is no, better. No, 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 wait, no, 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 now we're gonna, you know, we're gonna add quite some time to this interview. <laughs> Cuisine. Portuguese people cannot fry, so chips suck. And it doesn't make the cuisine bad. It's sort of, whenever I talk about Dutch cuisine, then I, when you have those horrible snack bar food kind of things were in, in, that we're very good at in the Netherlands, 
but I think you, uh, Portuguese, the quality of food is so high here, mm-hmm. and I'm just a meat monster. I just love to eat meat, and it's just it, it literally, it, it doesn't matter where you go to the Netherlands, the quality of just the raw product is almost never as good as it is here. Okay, so you go Portugal. <laughs> I actually had a little, little, little secret in it. Ten years that I lived here, I gained. Three years I lived, I lived here, I gained more, more than ten kilos. Ah, yeah, true. That's already That's uh, not an answer in I don't itself. Like the Portuguese yeah. cuisine. And speaking of Portuguese, Portuguese cuisine, Portugal, then that's the one I'm gonna add. Uh, Mark's actually finally take Portuguese lessons. Yes. So I want you to say a phrase in Portuguese for our <laughs> Portuguese listeners. Oh no! Not meu nome é Mark. Something better. Something better. Funny, whatever. You know my favorite, my first and still favorite two words in Portuguese, right? No. You don't know them? No. Mais canecas? <laughs> Verdade, that's a good one. Mais canecas. That's for you guys that only speak English. That's more beer. Basically, we have beer in in big cups, and those are canecas. So. Jugs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that was the first thing in Portuguese. Uh, I, I learned in Portuguese, and it's still by far my favorite one. It's still very valuable. Very usable. Applied <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah, yes, exactly. absolutely. So that's a good one. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Mark, for your time. Thank you, so, it was fun. You guys, if you need to know, want to know anything else about Mark or the company or anything else, let us know. Maybe we can do a second round of this interview. So have a nice day and see you next time. Ciao.